0: Welcome to the F3 American Yammer podcast, where we give the men of F3 a chance to tell their story as they've transitioned from sad clown to high impact man. I'm Short Circuit, and each week I'll be joined by another member of F3 who is willing to step up and share his story. So, without further ado, here's today's show. Hey guys, welcome to episode 21 of American Yammer. I am your host, Short Circuit, and today I'm uh, I'm glad to have Etch-a-Sketch on the podcast. So welcome, Etch.
1: Hey, thanks for
0: having me. All right, so um, as a quick disclaimer, I, I'm very happy that Etch is on the podcast. Him and I, um, we ran the Palmetto together this year. Yes. Uh, which was our first time for both of us, and we had a blast listening to, uh, listening to Fanny and all of his <laughs> Fanny-isms. So... Oh, it's, it's nice to, to finally get him on. All right, let's jump right in here. Name Arama, name, age, F3, name. Robert Ferguson, 50, etch a sketch. Etch a sketch, respect. And you just recently became a respect guy. Yes. Right? June 21st. There you go. All right. Etch your AO. <laughs> was it? Yeah. Was it? Oh, yeah, it was yeah. the. Oh, yeah, I gave up the cue. Yes. I you gave did. up the cue for that one. All I right. I owe you a back blast. <laughs> <laughs> you still haven't written it? I'm going to. <laughs> It'll get there, as, of, as a matter of fact. Yeah. He's currently writing it right now.
1: <laughs> All right. So, um, now, how long have you been coming to F3? So, I started March 2017. So, two two years plus, like, five months or so. Okay. Gotcha. All right. Yeah, you were... Gosh, what is that? That's like eight
0: months before I started. So, a couple of years now. Mm-hmm. Okay. And now... Um, so where are you? Where do you regularly post? I know you're a you're a shake weights guy. Tuesdays is shake weights, right?
1: Yeah. So Mondays is probably a no for me almost always, and I don't know why that is. That's just the way it kind of worked out. Yeah. Tuesdays shake weights almost exclusively. Need to get back to the, the EC runs on that one, um, but also try to go to a rise. I, I like that AO as well. There you go. Wednesday's has been slamming Sammy's quite a bit. I think Cornhole does an awesome job with the 3rd F and the coffee there. I um, also like to go to Local Honey, get downtown. There you go. And Thursday's for a long time was Sweat Angel with another EC, and I've since, and actually partly because of Paul Meadows, started doing the, stampedes, the Stampede um, yeah. So I, I kinda go back and forth on those. Um, Friday lunatic fringe and or uh, the castle tour, mm-hmm. and then trying to get downtown every once in a while to uptown funk, and then Saturday is uh, the ruckus or inside voices, or uh, maybe a combination of the ruckus and uh, Cornwallis nightmare. There you go. And Sundays, if I get up in time, and the I'll crusher do soul crusher. Yeah. There you go. But not all those in one week. <laughs> I should I should mention he are. does six every week. That's <laughs> <Yeah>, right. <sorry. laughs> with three ECs. <laughs>
0: there you go. So now, if you guys want to want to find him, now you know, now you know where to find him. That's right. And definitely, I think you know many of us are, are creatures of habit. So, I mean, your your discussion about Slam and Sammys and Sweat Angel or Stampede, and then the Fringe is like, ah, oh, yep, yeah, that rings yeah. all all yeah. too true for yeah. me. So understandable. All right, so let's get let's get right in here to this thing. So let's talk about life before F three. Mm-hmm. So where was you? Where were you on the the fitness spectrum mm. um, right up until F three? How did how did life look for for Edge? So
1: doughy is probably how I was before <laughs> before <laughs> F <F3> three started. <laughs> I was so what was that late mid to late forties mm. um, had had a kind of a running background and that was my whole pogo it was kind of a pogo 25 for me but it was run some stop run some stop never did much core never did upper body or anything so anyway I'd I'd hurt my back so I was out of it for a good it was probably a year and a half leading up to f3 so I was, was pretty out of shape Okay, I got you. And
0: so you had a back injury that mm-hmm. sort of kept you out. Yeah. Huh? Okay. And yeah, it's funny too that you brought up the Pogo 25. <laughs> There's so many guys who have been like, yeah, I was a Pogo 30, or I was a Pogo 20, yeah. or I was a Pogo 40, right? Pogo insert number here. Yeah. Um, okay, so slightly doughy. Did you have anything before that? Like any
1: anything from like growing up? Did you play a sport? Oh, or yeah, yeah. I mean, I played basketball, baseball, stuff like that. Okay. In, Elementary school, basketball in high school. Mm-hmm. Man, I just hit college. And it was like, I'd go, you know, maybe run around the block a couple of times. Ah, this is awful. Why? That's only streaking yeah, in the quad, right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. Yeah, I don't, me and fitness for a while, was, I don't, you, you, some people, and I, I put myself in this category, you waste almost the best years of your life to be physically fit mm-hmm. by not doing what you should be doing. Yeah. Gotcha. Okay. So
0: a little bit in the background, college rolls around, drops off. Yeah. Mid to late forties, do the pogo, get a little doughy, no core. Yeah. Let's talk about
1: fellowship now. So
0: what was kind of the nature of your relationships and and how did you how did that fit in before F three?
1: So I had I mean I've I've got had a couple of good friends here in Greensboro. Um had the the wife's friend's husband thing you yeah. know had the kids friends parents deal or the sports deal and all that it was all pretty um, pretty high high level mm-hmm. relationships yeah uh, then the the guy that I probably was closest to he moved away and mm-hmm. and it was it was sad I mean it was like man because our families were close he and I were close our kids and all that and they didn't move that far away, but they moved away, and it was like the the I'd started recognizing the void, but when that happened, I was like, man, I the there's definitely something missing here. Yeah. There, I I need to uh, develop some relationships that that are meaningful and that can go deeper than just the the typical things that you talk to people about that you don't know that well.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I'm, which basically really to the weather or
1: sports. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I don't like small talk anyway. So yeah.
0: So now was this going on
1: around the same same kind of time frame? So when did the, the friend move away? So it was it was a little bit before it was probably a year or so, maybe a year and a half before I posted. Okay, yeah. gotcha. All right. So doughy Phase,
0: <laughs> Pogo 25. Mm-hmm. You recognize something's missing when this very close friend moves away yeah um had a few a couple good friends but on the whole you're really relegated to the surface of surface yeah. relationships the surface friendships all right so now let's talk about the third f piece which is the the faith mm-hmm. and again we're, we're kind of talking more about um kind of your sense of something greater or your impact within the community or, or your personal beliefs where where were those things kind of leading
1: up to f3 so on the, there's quite a few answers to that. On the spiritual side, I grew up going to church. Um, took a lot of time off, kind of college 20s. It's that, That's, I don't call it a dark period, and it wasn't even intentional, but I just, you know, unless I was home with my family, I didn't go to church. I didn't seek it out where I was. I didn't seek it out in college. I didn't seek it out when I lived in Atlanta. Um, when I moved to Charlotte for a while, I didn't. And then when I met the girl that ended up being my wife, she invited me to her Sunday school class. And I was like, oh, man, what a drag. <laughs> that part of the, it was it was what a drag. Sorry, Margaret. It was what a drag. <clears throat> but it was also I felt like I was going to be an outcast. I felt like they were just going to know. <laughs> You're going to walk in and go, oh, man, that dude, he hadn't, he hadn't darkened the door of a church in a long time. Oh man so i'm grateful to that and then since then so luckily my trajectory where it had gone down started going back up again mm-hmm. and so i i feel like i was in they going the right direction uh leading up to f3 um and then just the whole something greater than myself i i was selfish for a long time and that's pretty hard to recognize in yourself until it's in high, hindsight and then you're like oh yeah man that's my, my attitude was not, what can I do for somebody else? It's, what can they do for me? Or, you know, what, what am I going to get out of this? So that's the, the whole give it away thing with F3 has really opened my eyes to just that idea. Mm-hmm. And so I think, I mean, the, I love the way they describe faith. Um, and I think it works in all the aspects that you're asking about. And it, it was, that part was not good. The selfish part in me was probably not when we we hit f three time it was not not good where my my spiritual life was probably on an upswing. I think I was still pretty selfish,
0: yeah, yeah well, and I think definitely too, there's something there's something to be said about, you know many guys have even expressed like, oh well, I already had this this faith and specifically we'll say kind of religious background mm-hmm. on my way into f three. Um, but being able to be involved with F3 and the recognition of something greater than within yourself, which requires a sense of um, unselfish, servant-like behavior. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. I would say many of us, even if you had the, the strong kind of religious or faith background, it still helped to, to push you in that direction. So, absolutely. Okay, so you're going through the Pogo 25. You've lost a major, major friend, mm-hmm. right? a major asset in your life. And on the on the side of the the faith piece you know you're on the upswing regarding the religious aspect right um, but still to, to your your acknowledgement you're still going through that selfish period mm-hmm. and not understanding the, uh, the the hashtag give it away yeah right? yeah okay so so that kind of paints the picture of where you were in, in these these aspects within your life before F3 let's talk about kind of how you got involved with F3. Sure. So so
1: who, who EH'd you? Who was who's the culprit? Bundle. Bundle? Bundle EH'd me. I need to give him a shout out and also catch up with him. Um, so his son and my son played football over at Lewis Rec together, and... It's funny how parents will just go out and watch kids practice now. I don't think that used to happen, but that's what you would do. You would go watch two and a half hours of (laughs) midget league football. So I started running. That was one of the many times I've started running was I would take that time to run around J.C. Park. And Mm -hmm. so I knew uh, Bundle from there. And so, you know, flash forward a few years, we were actually having dinner at Kickback Jacks. And he asked me if had been running, and I was like, nah, I hurt my back, and so I kind of went into the whole back thing, and he was like, man, I, I got this thing called F3, I think you'd really like it, and he told me about it, and this was, so this was November, it was pretty close to Thanksgiving, I think, and I, and I, I was like, oh yeah, that does sound good, and I, I meant it but in the back of my head and i didn't say it out loud boy but oh, i gotta get in shape first oh uh, there it is i gotta get in shape first before i do that mm-hmm. i gotta get used to getting up and uh i remember he because he said 5 30 and then later on i was like so you said they start at 6 30 and he's like no 5 30 maybe like, if i say that i can coerce him yeah. it's like oh gosh i got to get used to getting up one time and so you know we go through thanksgiving christmas i've got these excuses in my head why I'm not going out my mom was also sick at the time and that there's a part that I'm recognizing now that I've missed out on not posting right away from the fellowship standpoint because um, she passed away in December and you know I'm kind of still in that hole of fellowship at the time but so anyway that I would see him out you know and I'm like I'm I'm gonna post. I really I want to do this, mm-hmm. and so I get this text on a Tuesday night. He was like, "I'm going to Natty's Hump tomorrow, and I hope to see you out there." And I was like, "All right, that's it. I've got to go." And he said, "Bring gloves." And I had these like cotton, like just I don't even know how to describe them <laughs> gloves that I wore out there that didn't work. Cotton out well. children's gloves. Yep. Oh gosh. Okay. So so he, so
0: bundle E H Yep. Um, you you went to Natty's home. That was Nattie's your first son, one. Okay. Yes. And I, do you remember who cued? Yeah, it was Pamela. Pamela. All right. The names we give Pamela, yeah. Brandon, yeah. Nancy. Now I have to tag them in this. <laughs> all right. So what what do you what do you remember about the the workout?
1: All right. So Bundle was late. <clears throat> so I rolled in and I saw some guys kind of standing over there underneath the streetlight. And I got out and went over and started stretching, and I didn't know them. And so a few of them recognized that I was looking a little awkward, and they're like, hey, are you a new guy? Yeah, so they introduced you themselves. You look lost. Yeah. <laughs> you sure you're here for F3? <laughs> um, and so, you know, Bundle would kind of said, all right, here's how it works. There's like this little introduction, and then you usually do a mosey. It's not very far, and then you'll do some, like, calisthenics. I don't know if you use that term, but that, that was mm-hmm. kind of the idea. And but until you do it, you still don't know exactly how it's going to be. Mm-hmm. So you know, Pamela circles him up, does the mission statement and the disclaimer, whatever it was at the time. And he's like, "All right, let's mosey." And they start taking off down the road. And I'm like, "Wait, whoa, hey, <laughs> <there's> some wait." <laughs> and so I, off Please we go. Stop. Yeah, off we go down the road. You know, I'm getting winded and all this stuff. I was like, "Oh, what am I doing here?" And we get to the church parking lot and start doing. The warmerama and bundle shows up, which was fortunate because we ended up doing partner work and so he's like, you know, I'll partner up with you. Um and then the the funny thing is we ran from the parking lot over to the jungle gym and you were supposed to do I think three pull ups and then come back and relieve your partner. I couldn't I mean I still can't do pull ups, but I definitely couldn't do pull ups then. Only JR and J Lo. Yeah, that's right. right. So I'm, I'm, like, and then I see somebody doing dips, and I'm, I, I think I was like talking to myself out loud. I was like, oh, dips, that's a good idea. <laughs> you know, so I start doing dip. People were like, who oh, is this moron? You know. So, um, but I mean, I completed the workout, and and uh, they. They gave me a sticker that I didn't want to put on my car until I posted it again because I would have felt like a poser if I just put it on after the first time.
0: But what was the I, sticker? The F three sticker.
1: Oh, okay. Yeah, you. Yeah. Gotcha. I uh-huh. think that used to be more of a more of a thing with mm-hmm. F and Gs and maybe we just don't have the supply of them anymore. Oh boy, hashtag bring back the stickers. Yep. All right. Did you
0: did you splash Merlot? Nah. Okay. Apparently I'm the only No, there's one other guy. I won't I won't mention, I'll let him if he's listening I'll let him explain who it was Um, on the only guys I've talked to who actually splashed Splash All right, so Natty's home (laughs) doing the dips that's great and now why why did you get to Etch-a-Sketch how did they come up with that?
1: Oh so you know I I said I do marketing and graphic design and I was going to continue talking and Tommy Boy said Etch-a-Sketch and everybody's like yeah yeah (laughs) Etch-a-Sketch Pamela goes, Etch-a-Sketch, I'm like going to go through this whole, I was going to give him my life story. <laughs> yeah, they just cut me off. You're Etch-a-Sketch. Your yeah. I was like, all right. Okay. You
0: didn't let me finish. Yeah. like, oh, finish. God, you should have sure heard what I was really going to tell you. <laughs> yeah. Thank God I didn't get into more of the graphic stuff. Yep. That's awesome. All right. It's a Tommy boy the culprit who who gave you the, your name. Yep. All right. So let's talk about life since F3. So mm-hmm. you got that you got that first post. They gave you the sticker. You yep. showed up the second time. Then you yep. can put it on your car. Yep. It's allowed. So let's talk about life since F3. So, um, how has your fitness been impacted by F3?
1: I would, you know, it may not be the fittest. I'd say overall body, it's probably the fittest I've ever been in my life. There's probably been points where I've been in better shape in certain. You know, legs or cardio or whatever, but I think just overall, um, that's maybe the fittest I've been in my life right now. It's awesome. Okay.
0: Yeah, because you were mentioning before how you felt kind of doughy. You're going yeah. through the pogo twenty-five, yeah. right? Yeah. Um Okay. And uh, I guess that's there's really not much to that question, right? It's like, where were you before? Uh, I I wasn't very fit. Where are you now? I'm very fit. Yeah,
1: very fit. I'm very fit. <laughs> Thank but you. But I can be fitter. And the, but the thing is, so I, and this there's always that mental battle and I still I do this to myself quite a bit um, I started out kind of slow I, I went so that was Wednesday I think I went Wednesday Friday maybe I went back the next Monday or maybe I took like a week off or something um, and I would I would do like one or two a week and then I would kind of skip I was like kind of pacing myself when I first started yeah because I didn't want to get injured yeah because I I think consistency is really the kind of the key and so and so mentally you know it'd be like I don't know you might not want to post tomorrow (laughs) you know that stuff so it took me so that was March so I think maybe as summer rolled in I started getting more consistent and then being more intentional about looking at the week and saying what what's a good combination of days Mm. but I still do uh, you know I, I try to be cognizant about not doing too much of one thing or making sure because i think rest is important so the yeah the longer answer is it it was a gradual thing too Mm -hmm. and i mean i never minded being the six but you know because of how i posted early on i I probably you know hung in the six spot for quite a while yeah that's nothing wrong with that all right so
0: so you're and that's good too because you're intentional about like oh, let's take take our time right not not jump right into yeah. it and then get injured yeah. as you say um all right so let's talk about your your fellowships how has your fellowship been impacted you, you brought this up before you know your your friend leaves and you you recognize like there's something missing here mm-hmm. and even before we started you're mentioning that fellowship was a big aspect of yeah. why you continue to come so let's talk about your fellowship since you've been with f3
1: yeah, so I mean it is interesting. I think the whole sad clown thing, you don't you don't recognize the situation that you're in. Mm-hmm. And so as I was in it, I didn't recognize it. So I had I had the high school college friends and we would touch base every once in a while and there was maybe there was fantasy football or maybe you'd send a Christmas card or whatever, but I didn't really know what's going on in their lives and they didn't know what was going on in mine. Mm-hmm. Um But I just thought that that's the way it was, you know? I didn't know there was something else different. I mean, you know, I knew people had friends, but I was like, yeah, maybe this is just, you know, this, this point of life when you've got kids and you're married and there's just not that extra time, which is a weird way to think, but that's just kind of how it was. So the, the fellowship piece has just been amazing just to get to know a broad range of guys and you end up having either one thing or multiple things in common with them. Mm-hmm. And it's more of a deep relationship and where you can, I mean, you're not going deep the first time you talk to somebody, but it's pretty easy once you've worked out with somebody a few times to talk about things that are more meaningful. Yeah. So, I, I mean, I think my aspect of how life should be changed a whole bunch mm-hmm. because now there's... There's a, a bunch of people that, at the drop of a hat, if you needed something, you could ask them and they would step up. Yeah. And I, I think that's where, I, you know, I always would try to solve problems on my own. I, I basically, I got a, uh, this is a little off story. So I got a treadmill from Sears and they loaded it in a box into a back of an outback station wagon, which is what we had. Mm-hmm. And I drove it to my house, and I got it out of the car and down three steps and into my basement by myself. And I I don't know how I didn't die. I mean, it was ridiculous. (laughs) And so in that situation, you put a tweet out, and you probably get like eight or ten guys that are like, yeah, what time? I'll help you. I'll help you do that. But I would would just tackle that stuff on my own. Mm -hmm. Um, So it's just knowing that there's a community of people that you can kind of count on for stuff has just been... it's a big deal for me and it's a big deal when you look back at kind of where I was to know that that people are out there and they care and they'll they'll take care of you and then and then you try to do the same for them yeah absolutely I mean definitely there's
0: there's something comforting Mm -hmm. about knowing you know I can I can put the call out there and it won't go unheard yeah Um, and definitely I think there's uh, to your point of I just do it myself for many of us you know before F3 rolls around and you have some of these deep friendships I'm like oh, I'll, I'll just do it myself mm-hmm. because there, I don't feel like there is anybody or maybe maybe just there's not anybody yeah, right? yeah. so no,
1: that's great and I will the, I just had a conversation with G-String the other day that was pretty interesting because I asked him a question I, I don't want to get into it because it wasn't personal personal but it was it was just a good conversation to have with with him at the time, but I asked him a question about, I was like, is there anything that you do different because of F3 that you didn't do before F3, just in regards to how you live your family life and all that stuff? And he stopped. He was like, why would you ask me that? And I was like, well, it's just something that's been on my mind. And he goes, you'll never believe the conversation I had last night with my wife. And so we had this, and it was at, it was at uh, Hump Day Happy Hour. There you go. So those conversations I would have never felt comfortable with with the most of the I mean give or take a few but with most of the you know the people that I knew previous to f3 I just I wouldn't have I wouldn't have had that conversation and yeah. it was a great conversation and though those I think become more and more frequent the longer you hang out with with these folks yeah absolutely I, I do
0: think there's something to be said about. Um, and many, many guys have brought it up on the podcast, right? Going through the trenches of working out and doing something very physically demanding. Mm-hmm. Like there is a, a brotherhood that's established oh, yeah. there and yeah. definitely a bonding. Yeah. And from that, you can have more of these deeper relationships mm-hmm. with that. Okay. So you're, you're on your trajectory of fitness. Your fellowship has been majorly impacted. Now. Yes. Um, I think even, you know, to your point of like you, you didn't realize kind of what you're missing, until mm-hmm. so you look back on it and realize, right. like, wow, I, I really did not have these yeah. people to talk to. Yeah, um, And so now, um, let's talk about the third F piece. So you had mentioned before that you were already kind of on a, an upward trajectory in regards to um, religion, but the faith piece regarding kind of the sense of selfishness or mm-hmm. giving it away was still kind of needing some, some nourishment. Sure. If you will. Um, so how has your, your faith aspect been impacted by F3, your um sense of something greater than yourself or impact within the community?
1: I think, I mean, it's it's certainly been positively affected and I think it's because of being around so many people that that give it away all the time. Mm-hmm. I mean like they're, it's not it's not talk, they're living it. You, you see them doing it and so something triggered a switch in my mind probably pretty early on in the posting and then getting to know people, where, um, where I realized I could make a difference in my community, in the greater community, where I think maybe part of the selfishness was that I didn't, you know, what am I going to do? What what mm-hmm. can I do? And it's not the it doesn't have to be the big things. It's more of the smaller things. So, um, I'd say a little bit. It, it was a definite attitude changed and something switched where I started understanding or recognizing the times that I was being selfish and trying to uh, get out of that mindset. And then, I mean, just as an example, and this is kind of funny because uh, social anxiety is probably what you would call it, but I had I mean, like public speaking, all that stuff that was my confidence was low. This was all kind of pre F three, mm-hmm. um, so I didn't like getting up in front of people and talking or any of that stuff. So after I'm doing F three for a while, and uh, our youth director at church asked me if I wanted to teach middle school Sunday school, and before F three I would have I would have made up an excuse. I don't know what it would have been. It would have been a good one though. Uh, I'm a, I'm dead. That yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry, but I'm not going to be able, to, and something in my head just said say yes mm-hmm. and I said all right I'll, yeah I'll do it I'll give it a try mm-hmm. and I never would have done that and it wasn't like I don't even know you know I mean there there's a give it away type of aspect to that but I just it was more of me trying to get out of my comfort zone and just see what happens mm-hmm. and it's it's not my dolphin mm-hmm. but I think I'm getting better at it and so it's more of a uh it's like a challenge that I want to see how I can where I can take it yeah but I never like that would have been a that would have been a non-starter and so there's things like that 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 uh, I guess once your attitude changes and your vision kind of opens up you start not only do you will you say yes to some of these opportunities but you look for other ways to try to get involved and so that's maybe where I am now is trying to say well you know where where can I plug in and trying to find the dolphin and like where, where my skills going to fit best to help. It doesn't have to be a community-wide thing. It could be little things here and there, but just trying to pitch in and, and make things better overall. Yeah. Well, and I think that's part of,
0: okay, I mean, we, we throw around the term somewhat loosely sometimes the, the high-impact man. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's a him. Yeah. But I think to your point of like finding those areas of impact That don't have to be big that can be small but require your skills and your ability to set aside your own desires to really give it away that really is where hymns are made yeah
1: yeah and you're surrounded by them i mean it's Mm. it's not a competition but if you look around you're like these guys they're not holed up in their house with all their stuff going you can't have this (laughs) this is mine yeah they're like hey What's mine's yours? What yeah. What do you need? How can I help you? I got you. And that's an awesome attitude, and it's we need more of it for sure. That's great.
0: All right, so so we've come full circle now. We've talked before about where you were, in your fitness, and your fellowship and your faith, and now you know sort of making the transition. How F three has helped you grow mm-hmm. um, in these aspects. How it's helped you to dare I say it accelerate. Oh yes. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, in your life so as we wrap up here do you have any closing thoughts for the packs something that you'd like to share with them
1: yeah so I, I mentioned earlier there there's always kind of a mental battle going on with you know your I think your your brain will try to go into survival mode sometimes and and I think we can overcome some of that just by trying to rethink what it is that our brains trying to tell us so there's a couple of different things um, one is I remember Tommy boy a while back hurt his back for a little bit he kept working out and he he worked his way through it and then somebody had asked him about um, you know from where he started to where he was you know how how did he do that how did he you know I, I forgot what the question was and he said every time I pushed my body my body responded so I I try to keep that in mind so that that's one thing that I think is just really good advice that that we're mindful of not getting injured but we also need to consider that our bodies were made to do a lot of cool stuff Mm -hmm. and so if we don't if we don't try to push every once in a while we'll never know so that's one thing Mm -hmm. so the other thing with the the Kind of battle is and i don't know if i'm the only one but a lot of people i think would say that they look to something forward and when this happens my life will be better Mm -hmm. when i lose 10 pounds man my life is gonna be better when i get that new car that's when my life starts buddy if i get that raise if i get that new job whatever so you know I, i think when we do that, we're not living in the present, and so I think that is—it's uh, a challenge that I—I I try to be mindful of not thinking that way. So, I do have two quotes or two song lyrics from Dave Matthews, um, and I will kind of like the album challenge. I will just leave these here without further comment. <laughs> so, one of them is from "Cry Freedom." And uh, the lyric is, the future is no place to place your better days. And then the other one is from Lying Our Graves. And it's, I can't believe that we would lie in our graves dreaming of things that we might have been. Those are great. Well, thank you very much for sharing those. Yeah. And uh, yeah,
0: this, is, this has been a blast just to kind of see the, the story and um, kind of hear your, your perspective on how f3 has helped you grow i love um it, what you mentioned reminded me of uh, the poem the station by robert hastings mm-hmm. uh, which very much goes right along lines with those yes yeah. um you, know, you can't uh, there is no station right you don't get to a place and you're like okay i've reached yeah it. i'm there yeah yeah absolutely um, but yeah and then your dave matthews quotes are all right. So with that, um, if guys want to get in touch with you, what's the best way for
1: them to reach you? Uh, probably Twitter, which is hokey. Dot ferg. Is it underscore? Underscore. Yes, it hokey is. Underscore ferg. So hokey.ferg would be Gmail if you wanted to email <laughs> me. But yeah, Twitter hokey <laughs> underscore ferg. Yes. Awesome. All right. Well, with that, uh,
0: guys, we close out episode twenty one. So etch, thank you very much again. For hey, me. thanks like for having it. me, man. I enjoyed it. I'm good. Alright, well we're gonna close out episode 21. So guys hope you enjoyed listening. Stay sharp and we will see you in the gloom.
1: To to
0: Thanks for listening to this episode of American Yammer. If you're interested in sharing your F3 story, reach out to us at f3americanyammer at gmail.com. Again, that's f3americanyammer at gmail.com. Or on Twitter at F3AmericanYammer. Until next time, stay sharp.
1: And we'll see you in the gloom.